Hey guys, how are we doing? Welcome to another Talking Points here on Buzzing Patea and to today's topic and that is how to get the best out of your experience in an Agoga bar and things to do and not to do. So before I get into today's topic, what I would like to say is guys, if you are someone that's been traveling here many times or a very more experienced person than I am, please, you know, drop your comments below, share your experiences. That's what makes uh, the community so good. We share all our information and it helps everyone have the best possible time available. Uh, also, if there's anything I don't cover in this video, you can ask in the comment below, or alternatively, maybe jump onto our Discord group and ask your questions there. You know, we've got thousands of people in there that can help you out. All right, so you're coming out here. It might be your first time. You might be a seasoned traveler. Uh, might be me living here. But you are eventually, at some stage or other, I guess, uh, going to go into an Agogo bar. But what to expect? What are the things you need to be aware of before you set foot in these places and why? And I want to just go through step by step. I've got a list here of things I want to cover. If I do miss anything, please accept my apologies and uh, maybe just drop your comment below. We can either cover it off on a, on a live stream or another chat sometime or even ask a question in Discord and we'll go from there. So the first thing is that the most important thing I think is, is to make sure that you understand that the GoGo Bar is a business. And I say that you might be thinking, so what are you on about, Trev? Well, if you look at some of the beer bars, they're not necessarily, they're not necessarily always about business. It might be someone's dream, it might be someone's hobby, it might be something people do just to keep themselves busy. There are various uh, options that beer bars in general may be set up for. However, a Nagogo business is very rarely a hobby. You know, they're extremely expensive, they cost a lot of money, which I'm gonna explain now. So therefore then they're more focused on becoming a business, a money-making machine. And some of the go-go bars here make incredible amounts of money, like even if I told you, you wouldn't believe me because it's just surreal. Uh, some get by and others are struggling. And I'll explain those reasons as we go through this video. But the point being is it is a business. And they have a lot of things to take into consideration. Firstly, the girls. You know, when you go into an agogo bar, I've, I've read, I've heard this said so many times. You know, all oh, the girls in the beer bars or girls on the dark side are a little bit past their sell by date, a little bit older, whereas in the agogo bars they're a lot younger. That's very, very true. And the reason being is the places these agogos will pay them a lot more money than what they can get in a simple bar. You know, it's logistics. If 100 people walk through a go-go bar, to them, that's an average day. If 100 people walk through a beer bar, well, that's a good day. So it kind of like goes horses for courses. Drink costs. You know, when you go into these go-go bars, they need to make money. And the only way they make money is either through drinks that you buy or lady drinks, or as you may be aware, obviously, the bar fines. And we'll talk about that. They also have a lot more staff. You know, when you go into a go-go bar, generally speaking, there's a, quite a few security. They'll have a lot of service staff. They'll have two or three cashiers. They may even have a DJ. All of these costs need to be covered, and the only way they get them covered is via your drinks and activities. And also location. You know, if you think you can walk down into Walking Street and get yourself a nice big, huge go-go bar and pay 50,000 baht a month, uh, try maybe paying that every week. You know, it really is crazy money down there. So these are the kind of things that you've got to take into, into account when you walk in. Often I get people saying, God, dear, the beer prices were through the roof. 185 baht, 200 baht, lady drinks for 250 baht, but now you maybe understand why. And it's a catch-22, you know. The landlords are charging the high rents, the girls want more money because they know they can get money online as well as standing on a stage for eight to 10 hours. You know, there's a lot of variables in there that you've got to understand. So when you do walk through in a go-go bar, please guys, you know, don't be shocked 
when you see that it's a lot more expensive than perhaps if you're in a place, say down, I don't know, like Soy Chaipan or Soy Bacow or Tree Town. You know, you're gonna pay for the, for the venue. So what happens? You know, when you walk in, the first thing you'll do is a service staff will come up and they'll try and lead you to a location to sit down. Don't do that, guys. You know, it's your experience, your time, you choose where you wanna sit. Now, it might be that the venue's very, very busy. You know, you go to places like Kink, Champagne, Queen, you know, these places are rammed and, and it's very, very hard to find a seat in certain times. So maybe they are trying to do you a favor. But on the other side of the coin, they may take you to the front, to the stage where they know the girls are gonna milk you a little bit more. They might try and sit you near their friends. You know, these, these service staff are good friends with the girls. They might say, oh, look, if I get a customer over here, you know, he can buy you drinks, maybe he'll give me a bit of a little tip and all that kind of stuff. But realistically speaking, you know, stand your ground, stay back, say, hang on a second, have a look around, think, right, I wanna go and sit over that side, or I wanna go and sit over there, or I wanna sit in that tiered location. You choose where you want to sit. You don't have to be led and told you gotta sit here. You choose where you wanna sit, guys. Next one is draft beer. Now, a lot of Agogos do have the enticement of offering you draft beer at very reasonable prices. Again, you know, it's a very difficult one because some of you guys like drinking draft beer, and I get that, it's not a problem. The problem is, is that the girls look at you and perceive you to be a cheap Charlie. You know, you're drinking the cheapest drink available in these environments. So of course they're gonna look at you and go, well hang on, you know, if he's drinking a draft beer, chances are he's not gonna buy any lady drinks, and therefore you might not get any attention to start with. I'm not saying it for the whole evening, but I'm just saying to start with. So, you know, if you like your draft beer, just be a little bit aware that you drink whatever you want, guys, it's entirely down to you, but just be a little bit aware that the girls may be looking at you think, oh, hello, you know, look at him over there, he's, he's on the draft beer, rather than drinking like your San Miguel's or your whiskeys or whatever it is you wanna drink. So, you know, it is something that they will look at and they will start to judge you. You know, remember, and it's awful because you can't judge a good book by its cover, but then here, there's a lot of judgment. You know, you walk in dressed, scruffily or whatever, they might think, oh, hello, you're drinking draft beers, they might think, oh, hello, you know, it's, it is really quite surreal, the thoughts that go through people's minds. However, you sat down, you've got your draft beer, your happy days, and you see a particular girl, you think, oh, she's quite pretty, I'd like her to come and join me and have a drink with me. One of the things I try and, and, try and sort of say quite a lot is, guys, remember, you're buying the drink, so you choose the drink. Don't get her to buy a shot and she'll sit there and go, bang, thank you very much, give me another drink. Because now you're sitting there with a, with a couple of sips out of your San Miguel or whatever it is you're drinking, and you're thinking, flipping hell, <laughs> that didn't last long. So try to negotiate, say, look, I'll buy you a drink, but I want you to buy a glass, a lady drink, not, not a shot. And also be careful, sometimes if you, if you sort of, I'll buy you a shot, they'll come up with a rack of four, and you're like, where's that just chipped up from? And at 200, 250 baht a pop, you know, it soon adds up. So, when you do buy the drink, say to her, Look, I'll buy you a drink, but get yourself a, a Sangson Coke or something like that. Um, don't be offended if sometimes the glasses are a little bit smaller than yours. Remember, it's a business, guys. You know, they're trying to get as much money out of you as possible uh, you know, in the shortest possible time, and that's just the way it is. So you've got to accept that. It is what it is. But they may well come out with a, short, uh, a little smaller glass uh, with their drinking, so be prepared for that. When they do drink, Ask them, you know, take your time. I'll buy my drinks, but you take your time. Don't guzzle your drinks, sit there. You know, I've seen these girls, some of them, I reckon they can suck a golf ball down a garden nose. They put the straw in, they go, bing, finish, like, they're paying, Jesus, like, have you done that? You know, they even suck the ice cubes up. It's incredible how they can do it. But, you know, just try and 
be nice, be friendly, be genuine, but don't let them demand, I want another drink, I want another drink, you know, and all the old, oh, I go to the toilet routine and they sit in the toilet for 10 minutes, come back and like, oh, now I've got to go dance. We'll talk about dancing in a second. On the subject of dancing, so you buy the girl a drink, she sits down with you, takes a, a moderate suck of her drink through the straw and she says, I've got to go dance again. And you're like, hang on, you've just got down off there. You know, speak to the mamasan. Say, mamas, excuse me, sir, I want to buy a drink, but I don't want to keep going dancing. Can she stay and sit with me? And some mamasans will say yes, depending on how many girls are in there at, the, at that moment in time. Some might say no. It really does depend on where they are with it. But in general, if you ask, you might get the answer you're looking for. If you don't ask, well, you know where she's going to go straight back up on stage, dance away, smile at you and all the rest of it while you're sitting there thinking, well, this is great. I just bought you a drink. Now you're up there doing that again. You know, how's that work? So... Be very careful when you do buy a drink as to what the routine is. They normally have a board on the wall. Look for her number on her wrist and see the rotation. So you look on the, on the dance floor, you see number 65 and her number 78. Look on the line of 65, yeah, no, 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 or 78, right. So there's two more shifts until she goes back on stage. So then if she does pull the old, oh, I've got to go dancing, you're like, well, hang on, it's not your shift, sweetheart. So, you know, how's that work? So be a bit more savvy about what's going on. But like I say, talk to the Mamasan. She's there to help you out. Regarding the Mamasans, um, there's a bit of a mixed thoughts on this one. Some people like to befriend the Mamasan, make, make sure she's their best pal. Others don't really care. Uh, I've got to be honest with you, I think it's more about how often you intend to go back to the place. If you're going to be a regular visitor, maybe you like it in there, you like the lineup, whatever, and you think, do you know what, I'm going to go back there a few times. It doesn't hurt, it doesn't hurt to, to make the Mamasan your friend. Simply, you know, buy her a drink, she'll be happy as Larry. She might even sit and talk to you for a few minutes, whatever, but just she'll remember you. You know, they've got incredible memories, unbelievable. But again, it doesn't hurt if you're going to keep going back. If you're here and you think, oh, I'll go in there once, you're going to think, well, I don't really like this. Well, then don't bother. You know, don't waste your time. There's no point. But if you are going to go back and you consider yourself, like, you know, this, this could well be a regular venue for me, all I'm saying is it doesn't hurt. Not necessary, but it doesn't hurt to have the Mamasan on your side uh, and become your friend. When you're buying drinks, listen guys, you know, these girls are very, very sharp. They're very clever. They know exactly what they're doing. And in order to get their salary, mostly of all these places, they have a drink quota. They have to get X amount of drinks per day or per week or per month in order to get their salary without receiving any cuts. So there's two girls sat there. One's on target, no dramas, and her mate's struggling. And she comes up, so you go and sit with her, the, the girl you choose comes over, and she's sitting there with a drink, and she'll start playing the harsh. She'll oh, can you get my friend a drink, please? She needs a drink, she hasn't had a drink. Can you get my friend a drink? Or she might even just call her drink, uh, call her drink. She might even call her friend over and put you under pressure. And you know, you big, muscly, burly guys and all the rest of it, you're, you're weak when it comes to girls, and you're like, all right, go on now, I'll buy her a drink. You know, we've all done it, guys. It's just the nature of the beast. That's the way we work. So, you know, again, if she's asking her friend to go and say, no, 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 I'll buy you a drink, but, you know, please, don't bring your friends over. Because, of course, what then happens is you bring one over, three come over, five come over, suddenly, you know, you're thinking, oh, my Lord, you've got a bin like this. So, you know, just be a bit more savvy as to what's going on. Stand your ground. Remember, you're the guy in charge. You're the customer. And when you want to buy a drink, you buy a drink. When you don't want to buy a drink, you don't have to. And especially... If they're bringing over their friends, say, listen, sweetheart, I'm okay. I'll buy you a drink, no problems, but I'm not buying all your friends a drink. You know, if they don't have a customer, well, I'm sorry, but it's not my fault. You know, I'll, I'll happily do that or I'm going to leave. And she'll calm down. She'll say, okay, okay, sorry, sorry. And she'll just drink her drink. But be prepared. They will ask, can you buy my friend a drink? Butterflies. 
Now, you might be thinking to yourself, especially if you've not been here, what on earth has a butterfly got to do with an Agogo bar? However, remember, the girls are there, they're dancing, they're there every night, etc., etc. but they are working, okay? They're working. This is their work. So, for them to have a different customer every night is cool as a cucumber, no dramas whatsoever. But you come in, and if you've sat with one said girl, and then you come in the next day and you choose her friend, it might not be as smooth a process as you expected, only because of losing face. Now, I know it's a contradiction because we're saying, well, they can do that, but we can't. I know, I totally agree with you guys, but it is the way it is. That's how this structure is set up. Be upfront with the girl at the beginning. You know, if you say to say, look, you know, I'm happy to spend some time with you today and maybe, you know, we'll go off tonight and go and eat some food or whatever. But if I come back, maybe I'll, I'll, you know, I'll speak to your friend. Just lay your cards out on the table. Remember, this is a business, not a relationship. As long as you do that, you should be good to go. But if you don't, I'm not saying all the time, I'm not saying all the time, so please don't take this the, right, uh, the wrong way. But there is a possibility, a possibility that if you make the person that you maybe sat with the night before or a couple of nights before lose face, in other words, you're not sat with her anymore, you've chosen her mate or another girl, it won't go down too well. And the reason being is, you know, the girls who are amongst us say, why, why him not come back for you? What, what happened? What went wrong? And she might be thinking, I don't know. You know, we had a good time, everything was good, but I don't know, now he's sat with that girl. It's all about losing face. So just be a little bit aware about it. I'll say it's not really gonna cause you an issue, uh, but just the more you are aware of these situations, well, the better you are walking through that door pre-prepared. Photos. Guys, I can't stress this enough. I can't stress this enough. Please, please do not try to be clever and take photos in these establishments. It will not end well. I've been a photographer here for many years. I've worked in pretty much every Agoga bar there is. I'm very, very good friends with a lot of the owners here. And even to this day, you know, a lot of security, I know all this, you know, I walk down walking street around LK and they're like, hey T, how you doing mate? I'm like, yeah, I'm good buddy, you okay? Don't be clever and try the old, oh, I'll just sneak a picture out. Cause it's gonna end in tears and it can turn very nasty very quickly. I've seen some horrific incidents. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've seen some horrific incidents where people have tried to be clever and it just doesn't work. You know, the whole, oh, hang on. Hello, hello. But really the camera's facing that way and you're going click, click, click. They've seen it all before a thousand times. And trust me, their radars are sharper than a naval seaboat. They really are very, very good at catching you and seeing that you're up to no good. And they will, absolutely will, demand number one, you show them the, the phone and, and delete the photos. And if you try to refuse, then the security will come in and they will take your phone and they will delete the photos. So please guys, you know, don't spoil a good evening just for the fact of a, of a quick photo. You know, if you like the girl that much, well then, you know, get her to come and sit with you, take her out for an evening's entertainment and take your photos then. But don't do it in the go-go bars, please guys. You know, it really, really doesn't end well if you are caught. And 99% of the time, you get caught. Prices. Well, what to expect? All I can say on this one, guys, is the last two years have turned this city upside down in terms of pricing. And it's, you know, it's hard, isn't it? Because at the end of the day, you know, girls that are online, you know, they're saying that they need some help, they haven't worked for two years, and you're kind-hearted, and you say, that's all right, so I'll, I'll send you 20 quid, and I'll help you out a little bit. But the thing is, what we don't appreciate is that she's saying that same line to maybe 50 guys. And if 20 or 30 guys are sending her that 20 quid, well, she's thinking to herself, well, I don't actually need to go and work, really. I can top up my money by working and telling them that I'm working in a restaurant and they won't know any different. 
but I can actually now demand a higher price and top up my money without having to, to you know, rely on it because I've got this, this social media income coming through the door, you know, OnlyFans, you know, all these different members on in Instagram and all these other stuff where they can, where they can uh, monetize it. So when you do expect to pay the bar fine, it's gonna be a lot more. And that's obviously as well down to the industry, the business, because they've got their, their expenses to pay, like I mentioned at the beginning of this video. But also the girls are thinking, well, hang on, you know, I've got like, you know, 30, 40,000 baht coming through the door via the internet. So if I am gonna go out tonight, well, then you're gonna pay for it. And it makes me laugh a little bit, you know, people sending them out, you're exploiting these girls. You know, come on guys, they're exploiting you. You know, let's be honest about it. This, this industry is not brand new. It's not specific to this area. It's around the world. And everybody knows that, you know, pay to play, it can be costly. And it's getting costly here. It really is. You know, the girls, they've cottoned onto it. They talk to their friends. And of course, you see, remember, you know, why is there a shortage of girls here right now? The simple reason being is a lot of the girls are still doing what I just said. They're at home working on the internet. And like attracts like. So if there's a young, pretty girl at home doing well, and a young pretty girl says to her friend, oh, I want to come down and work. And she says, oh, no, you don't need to do that. Look, we can do this. I'll show you. Look, watch. Next thing, she's getting her income. So it's a bit of a catch-22. But like I say, be prepared, guys. Uh, you know, the cost to have some, uh, some company of an evening is going to cost you a lot more than what it used to. And the bar fines, as I said already, they've gone up. Don't blame the Agogos. You know, don't blame them, guys. It's down to also the fact that, you know, the rents have gone up, the demands have gone up, the increase in prices have gone up. You know, these guys are, uh, have got it against them just as much as what you have. Sober. Try not to get legless in a Nagoga bar for, for a couple of reasons. One, it's going to get you expensive. It's going to cost you money because obviously I've just gone through the cost factors there. So please, you know, try not to be legless in the Nagoga bar. I'm sure you guys, how many guys have seen these photos where there's a girl with a bin and it's longer than she is? You know, all these kind of situations, they do, do happen. Secondly, you know, one of the things that the biggest problem is bins, checking your bin. And if you don't check your bin and you're just like, yeah, 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 whatever, and then suddenly you pull it out and you're like, oh, and you get an instant sober situation where you're like, hang on, how's that 15,000 baht? Now you're in a world of problems because you've now got to somehow get your way out of that situation. And normally it's called paying. <laughs> that's, that's it. So, you know, check your bins all the time. I'm not saying they're going to rip you off, but I'm just saying check your bins all the time. Keep ahead of the game, guys. That's all you've got to do. Because if you don't, and you are presented with a big one, you're going to think to yourself, wow, didn't expect that. And uh, that might cause you an issue. You know, you, maybe you don't have the money on you. Maybe you don't have an ATM card. Then they're going to escort you back to your hotel room to get the cash. Or you've got to go to the ATM to draw the money out. You know, it just can get a whole can of worms opened up. And for what? You know, you want to have a good time? Of course, no problems. Have a great time, guys. But drink within your limits. Because if you get slaughtered and uh, suddenly you're presented with a, with a huge bill, you might think to yourself, wow, that, that, that didn't end too well. Tipping. The last one, tipping. If you want to tip, people say to me, how much should I tip? It's really down to you guys. There's no right or wrong. You know, the average, I suppose the average tip is like 20 baht, 50 baht, whatever. But there is no right or wrong amount. It's down to you. You know, it's your money. You spend it how you feel. You don't have to listen to me or to anyone else on how much you should give. You just give what you feel comfortable. If you've had a great experience and the girls have been fantastic and they've been really good fun and you've had a laugh and you think, so, do you know what, here's 100 baht each, then do that. It doesn't matter. 
If you just sat there, they've all ignored you and you don't really want to tip, well, don't tip. You don't have to tip. It really is down to you guys. But here's one little thing for you. You know the old book they give, you know, they, they put the tip in the, in the bin and they give it to you, sorry, they put the check, the check bin in the bin and they give you the bin. When you pay that, if you put your tip inside the folder and give it back to the service staff, that money will be distributed amongst the whole of the staff. And they may distribute it nightly, weekly, monthly, whatever, but they will distribute that money between all of the staff. If you want to tip the actual waitress, the, the service girl, maybe she's been particularly good for you, you put the tip under the, under the folder. So, you, so, the, so the bin's there, close the folder with the money in it, get your 50 bar, put it underneath and hold it, hand it to her that way. She'll take the money, put it in her pocket and pay the bin into the, into the cashier. If you want to do that. If you want to tip the girl that sat with you, well, you can work that one out for yourself. They'll find plenty of places where you can tip, not an issue, and that's direct to the girl. So it just might clear up a few things. If you do tip and you put it into the, into the bin, uh, it goes to everybody. If you want to tip that particular service girl, put it under the bin, give her the, give her the folder back, and she'll take that money and pay the rest of it for you. Or if you want to tip the girl, then tip her accordingly, and that's down to you. But there's no right or wrong amount. It really is down to how you feel and as to what experience you've had, whether or not you think it's worth it. All right, so there we go. That's about it for today. Um, I'm quite enjoying doing these talking points, and hopefully you are. Please, guys, you know, if you've got any experience or things I've missed or whatever, or you disagree, whatever, drop your comment below. You know, I love, I literally do. You know, people that know me now, you know, they say, yeah, Trev, to be fair, mate, you do. I literally, I answer as virtually every comment I can get. Um, so if you have got a, a comment or you want to make a, a comment about a situation you've had or some experiences that you want to share, you know, I love reading your comments. I sit there, I read them, I think, oh yeah, thanks for sharing, mate, great job. All these kind of things. If you've got questions you want to ask, the whole point of doing these videos, it's not to listen to me waffling on, um, it's just to help you get a better feel for the city and maybe give you an opportunity so you can ask those questions as well. So please, you know, have a look on there, guys, and jump on Discord. You know, Discord's there, it's, uh, it's it's free to join, it's got all, I mean, we've got thousands of members on there, people on there that are far more experienced than me that can help you out, so please, you know, ask your questions in there. All right, so there you go, that's it for me today, guys. I hope you've enjoyed today's video. Uh, thank you very much for watching. Please, as always, remember, hit the subscribe button and also the bell icon if you'd like to be notified when I bring out a new video. Uh, maybe you'd like to have a look at our new members area, it's going really well now. Uh, there is a link to the members area in the description. J uh, jump over there, have a look, and if you'd like to join, please join, and it uh, gives you some content that's uh, exclusive to the members area and I can't share on here, I'll leave that there. Um, but have a look on that one, guys, and if you'd like to uh, uh, support the channel, there is a link to the description down below and uh, your membership and uh, support is much appreciated. All right, that's it for me, guys. Thank you so much for watching. And please, as always, wherever you are in the world, stay safe.